0: You have 1 new voicemail message. Message received 10th of July at 11:57 p.m.
1: Kia ora, Unpack, hope you're good. So I think for this particular moment in time, we were proud of both why we got bombed and what we did after we got bombed because the genesis is that we were sticking up for other Pacific nations. We got attacked. And our response was then to continue sticking up for ourselves and other Pacific nations. So it was kind of like one of the OG, like most formative David and Goliath co-puppets who unite us. You know, the team of five million before that was ever a buzzword. And then in in a more long-term way, it kind of became fuel for environmentalism and how, how much impact activism could have and that it could even invoke terrorism all the way in little old Aotearoa so yeah we kinda of proved that our actions and our resistance mattered. Um anyways that's my Focato on that. Um hope to catch you soon
2: Fucking floor is a
0: Headline says, Pacific nuclear test site was put under a dome, and the dome is now cracking. The caption, the US put nuclear waste under a dome on a Pacific island. Now it's cracking open. The article is a look back at the nuclear testing in the Pacific and how climate change is being affected by these tests now. Wait, so there is a literal dome Bruh. where they dumped fallout debris, so debris from their previous nuclear testing. Right. They dumped it on an island and put a dome (laughs) on top of it so it wouldn't impact the environment any further. So they buried it in the land. That's the most childish thing I think I've ever heard. Like, you remember those times where you did something wrong at home, you spilled some food somewhere. Yeah, yeah. And you hid it under the couch (laughs) as though our parents would never look there. That's
2: what they did. You put like a shirt over the stain. Like, why is there a random shirt in the living room? You didn't even think about that, huh?
0: You didn't even think about that,
2: but like, the US <laughs> literally did it. Why is there a dome in the Pacific? In the Pacific. You imagine God like made the world come back and like, yo, yo what are what, what what you all doing? I can see the dome. What are you hiding? I just... Holy.
0: Okay. First comment comes from Brett. Unfortunately, New Zealand can't make its own mind up about anything. It had the opportunity to set a standard when we went nuclear free. Now we just follow the leader, whoever it may be. Now, I guess this is interesting from um, Brit here.
2: Yeah, unfortunately New Zealand can't make its own mind up is a bit of a far fetched okay, I get you.
0: Yeah, go, go into it a little bit.
2: I mean the nuclear testing was done in between what like, what like 1950s and 1980s, so yeah. after the second world war. But there's really like no reference to New Zealand in this article at all. That's like, what
0: I was I was, I was like. What why is Brit Brett- bringing
2: that up? I mean, perhaps, perhaps Brit is talking about the Rainbow Warrior.
0: Oh, so just alluding to that. Alluding
2: to that a little bit.
0: But like, once
2: again, like you didn't even read out anything in the headline and caption about New Zealand. I don't know where Brett... Interesting
0: take. Next comment comes from Taylor. This has been studied for years and the cracks have been observed growing. I'm saddened that it gets into the paper, then people forget, and then 10 years later, it's news again. Okay. Okay, so this, I like this. Okay. Oh, uh. It includes reference to news media sensationalizing news. Okay. Something that we've reported on before, but of course it still goes on, and we do need to be actively reminded of things. Of course. Because otherwise we forget that they're still going on. Which brings me to Welcome to Beyond the Comment. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Yes, oh thank, my you. Gosh. thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> A game show where we take you beyond the comment. Question for Kai. So. how long were the australian bushfires of 2019 to 2020 burning for okay is it a two months b three months c six months or d nine months
2: okay i, I, I vividly remember this i was alive for this one um okay it's definitely not nine months that's way too long take your time I... take your time It was in the news for a minute, so I'm gonna say. A, two
0: months, surely. Like it wasn't, yeah. Oh, unfortunately, you are incorrect. The answer is D, nine months. Nine months? Now, this is a clear example of why news need to keep on constantly bringing things up. Nine months? See, I remember when they first started burning those first couple months. There were fundraisers. We were looking at photos of koalas. We were like, how horrible this is. And then just like that, we forgot about it. Nine. We thought it was done. We thought the fires were put out. But some fires burnt for nine months. And this just proves the quality of this comment that people forget. And this quick news cycle we live in, people forget. And it's important for things to be brought up again.
2: I can't believe you just made a whole game show moment for me to just be like nine months. Oh, don't worry. I'll be back. This I'll is, be back. Don't worry about that. This is, this, this, this nearly a whole year that a country was burning. Yeah. I thought it was just two. Besides that though, Taylor's point is kind of weird. Cause it's like, it doesn't mean that people don't care. And that's I, true. I hate to see also things of like, oh, it must be a slow news day. But looking in the comment a little bit more, Taylor's not even surprised about this. Yeah. He's like, yo, oh, it's just a dome. All right, look, we've studied this for years. Like, yo, no, 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 Taylor, there's a dome.
0: Yeah. In the Pacific. This needs to be talked about. This is a big problem. (laughs) Next comment comes from Mark. Feeling sorry for the people of these islands and the stupid government of these islands that signed a document offered by the Americans that if the Americans let them govern themselves, they were now responsible for looking after the radioactive materials. Sad. So people have qualms the U.S. government. Mm -hmm. That's no here nor there. But stupid is one way to put it. Because, I mean, now, of course, we can sit here with hindsight. Of course. Of course. We can sit here with just hindsight. But Mark
2: is incorrect. Oh, Yeah. I mean, look, this is the best thing about this podcast, right? We look at this from, like, years after. We're like the dudes in the future that just got the facts. This just... podcast is
0: hindsight. Yeah. <laughs> we should have called it hindsight. Exactly. Um, no one started a podcast called no, hindsight. We please. might start another one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Hello, is this a patent office?
2: <laughs> so, looking at history, the United States secured an agreement with the United Nations to govern the islands of Micronesia mm-hmm. um, and use them as a Pacific proving grounds. like that. I don't like that Proving one. Be- I don't like that ask. one bus. I don't like that one bit. It was a strategic trusteeship. Now it's the only trusteeship ever granted by the United Nations. Why did the United Nations sign this over? For those of you who know the United Nations, which was made up of 1945 to make sure that we would never have something like the Second World War again, Second World War was pretty bad, and the United Nations was like, "Now nah, we don't want that anymore. So they had the four policemen, which is an executive branch, which made mm-hmm. all the decisions of the UN which consisted of the USA, oh. the UK, okay. Soviet Union, and China.
0: Interesting.
2: You know when they say, like, victors write history? Yeah. You know, this is exactly what it is. Ah. But instead of just writing history, they also made this real big corporate office to be like, okay, we also make the rules.
0: I think it also speaks to the fact that this is the only trusteeship granted by the United States. Oh, yeah. By the United Nations, sorry. Oh, oh, you got that mixed up? I got that mixed up. Easily mixed up, my my bad <laughs> They're like one of the founding
2: members of the UN. So
0: like, they would have just been like, All right, let's just send this contract over to the UN. Oh, email. And the fact that this has never been done again, I think shows you that, hey, it wasn't really a good idea in the first place. But oh, exactly. As we say, hindsight. Next comment comes from Phil. So much Kiwi USA hate by those short of memory. New Zealand could have ended up as several more Japanese islands occupied by Japanese only if it wasn't for US nuclear technology. I'm gonna need a I'm gonna need a fact check on that one.
2: Okay, this is factual. What? Sadly. I <sighs> I hate to be the bearer of bad news and yeah, all things in war are terrible. Yeah. Like that's the that's the sad part about some of these comments that we're going to read. It's kind of like all right, sometimes the truth hurts.
0: Yeah. I'm feeling pretty hurt. So, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. And like there are going to be some uncomfortable truths and scenarios that we're going to unearth. And as I said before, victors write history. Mm. Especially in that time. That was before the internet. <laughs> they would just write it in a book. And Whatever like, yeah, they wanted to. Forget about it. Yeah. This is the truth now. Um, Japan in 1941... And, quote, rapidly conquered much of the area to the north of New Zealand, end quote. New Zealand was reportedly uh, ready to defend themselves and also help the, you know, the mother country, Britain.
0: Oh, that's right. We have never heard that. You ever heard that before? Never heard that before.
2: Oh, shout out mother country. Japan then demonstrated how weak New Zealand was.
0: So they had a submarine. Yeah. That launched planes. Sorry, this was in the, this is, you're not talking about like, tw- like 2,250. 1941. About 70 years ago. I- submarine come up above water,
2: launch a plane that floats so it can also land on water. Yeah. They was de- they was just demonstrating, like, oh, you thought you was going to fail? So, so, like, what? Okay, so they launched it. Like, what happened? They flew over Wellington and Auckland just like in the middle of the day. Yeah.
0: And people you know- were just like, do you see that? Oh, you it's see a
2: plane. That? Is that our plan? That's not our plan. And then you know what else? The submarine was never seen. Yeah, there was this one time apparently that somebody might have saw it uh, on a Nelson ferry at the time, and it was like a full moon night. But other than that, there's no reporting of the submarine. They just
0: came through like yeah. what up and dip- and, and no
2: one just to get a little sight. All right. Yeah, imagine we were just seen? we were just traveling from Wellington to Picton, you just see a submarine just boop. And then go straight back down like, hey, yo, what? Imagine if it just popped up and launched a plane. (laughs) (laughs) Terrifying.
0: Terrifying.
2: After that, we were so frightened. We leased aircraft from America uh, in the Pacific theater for those history nerds um, because we were so far away. Britain couldn't help. Couldn't? Couldn't help or just cut their losses. We'll let you figure that one out.
0: Next article comes from News Hub. Published on July 9th. 2015. Headline says, Does Auckland need Rainbow Warrior Memorial? The caption, Aucklanders views are being sought on a suitable memorial to commemorate the 1985 bombing of Greenpeace ship, the Rainbow Warrior. First comment comes from Duane. A good memorial would be to hang 30 frogs for the 30 years they have thumbed their noses at New Zealand. Oh my gosh. So I feel like there's a lot going on here. There are references that might have gone past me. What When they say that, because I know French people eat frogs, right? So what is the background to that? A frog is
2: a slur for French people because they eat things like snails and frogs. And I mean, look, French cuisine is a mind of its own. Yeah. Um, But yeah, eating frogs, stereotypically, I don't know if they still do it in French cuisine, but even if they don't, Pretty
0: pretty so that's historically been known as a slip. Yeah. Um, yeah.
2: Dwayne is saying that we should have thirty human beings hung because they thumbed their noses at us. And I can't lie to you, bro, that sounds harsh.
0: That yeah, just a tad.
2: I don't I don't like that.
0: Yeah, I'm not too sure about that one, Duane. But after watching Europeans turn the Pacific into a nuclear testing site, are we just gonna let them slide and forgive and forget the sinking of the Rainbow Warrior?
2: I feel like, yeah, when you say that, right, you can kind of see, not as aggressively as Duane, but you can kind of see where that opinion is going to come from of like, okay, but they thumbed their noses at us. Mm. Like, like, what now?
0: Mm. Next comment comes from Mark. Why? Four question marks. It wasn't an Auckland boat. It was a New Zealand boat. Why does Auckland even get a say? If it had sunk in Whanganui, would Aucklanders still want a memorial? Friggin Jaffers, yeah, I really hit that one. I was really excited to say that yeah, one, you know. You, yeah, you read yeah. that out like, oh my goodness. What? So what is the is, what is the beef with Auckland? People actually hate Auckland. Like, why are you so hoha? Like, why <laughs> exactly?
2: Like, it's also like a it's a bad take. Yeah. Like, because if it had sunk in Whanganui, I'm sure we'd be all good with Whanganui, like grieving how they want to. grieve. Take your time. Exactly. Like. Do what you got to do. I mean, there's places in New Zealand where, like, there have been deaths and atrocities that have happened, and we let that city grieve... Commemorate it in the own way that they seem fit.
0: Exactly. But this was done in the Port of Auckland. I feel as if... And but to to Mark's point, this was a New Zealand boat, right? Yeah, okay, yeah, 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 okay. But as you said, it did, this did happen in the Port of Auckland. Yes. But I guess the emphasis is that we're all in this anti-nuclear stance together and Mark doesn't want to think that it's just an Auckland thing.
2: I get you. So, yeah, so Mark's probably like, you know, Auckland isn't just nuclear-free. Like, this happened to all, all of, us. of us. I see where you're coming from.
0: Next comment comes from Jen. Yes, absolutely. Two people lost their lives and it sparked one of the biggest diplomatic controversies in New Zealand's history. It is astonishing that there is not a memorial already. Damn. Yeah,
2: absolutely. Um, For those who do not know, Fernando Pereira, uh, a photographer, was killed in the bombing of the Rainbow Warrior. Um, And reading that out as well is just, its
0: yeah, it's a bit much. Yeah. You know, we talk about Rainbow Warrior, we talk Hmm. about this, that, and the other, the nuclear free stance. We don't talk about the people who have actually sacrificed for this and been a part of it. And if you you whittle it down as well, Fernando was just trying to document
2: to the world, whether it be through photos or media, uh, which could have been his passion you know, um, just to document this nuclear testing that was going on. Um, And these journalists unknowingly risked their lives to document human history, much like, you know, we're doing right here, right now.
0: 100%. Like, we could say something that people really don't agree with. And of course, I'm not going to sit here and imply that we're also risking our lives in a similar way that Fernando did. But Mm -hmm. we are also documenting aspects of history that people may not agree with. You know, we're in the same camp with Fernando in this sense.
2: Absolutely. I totally agree. It's like, it's, it's unbelievably tragic. And I mean, like, yeah, this is one of, if not the only time where New Zealand had to actually get on their offensive foot diplomatically.
0: 100%. And I mean, New Zealand is playing hardball now. And honestly, rightfully so. Next comment comes from Vinny. The headline should say, does Auckland need to waste more money? I'm not uh... sure about this, Vinny. So is a memorial a waste of money? as celebrating life a waste of time. I mean, communities everywhere get to determine how they respect people that have passed, events that have happened. There are so many things that deserve to be remembered in history. Mm. I mean, look, the waste of money comment could be aimed at anything, like the cycleway that people disagree with, many other roadworks and construction, America's cut posting, and I could honestly go on. But Vinnie genuinely thinks that a memorial would be wasting money. This is our national identity as a nuclear-free nation. Next comment comes from Irene. We're still nuclear-free at the cost of the photographer's life. The Rainbow Warrior saved an island's people from slow death through radiation poisoning. And I think that's an applause. That's an applause. That is absolutely applause. Irene is first correct. First one yeah. of the
2: episode. Hey, well done, Irene. Absolutely correct. I feel like while most of us, yeah, are going to turn a blind eye to things like climate change, like yeah. things like war, because these events are like, you know, the characteristics change every hour. Mm. For the bombing to happen in New Zealand waters, literally in the port of Auckland, it woke up the entire nation. And I feel like, yeah, like we wouldn't have such a strong nuclear-free stance if Fernando Pereira didn't, you know,
0: lose his life. Exactly. And we'll be back right after a quick break. Kia
3: ora, Unpack Whānau. This is Mara. I'm based in Te Whanganui Atara, Wellington, Aotearoa, New Zealand. I became a patron of Unpack because I'm super interested in issues surrounding social change, transformative movements, current affairs, politics, and the Unpack team do those issues justice and I say that with my whole heart they they do those issues justice and with empathy and consideration and compassion and I love that and I appreciate that and they're one of my go-tos for understandings about certain situations. And I remain a patron and would encourage all of you folks to become patrons because it's honestly an honour to be supporting those who are challenging norms and setting a tone and levelling up and encouraging the rest of us to level up with them. And it's just ace to be part of. Um, and I admire the heck out of the whole team. Um, enjoy the show. Kaki te.
0: Next article comes from the BBC so we are moving outside of New Zealand circles. Published on September 7th, 2015. Headline reads, Greenpeace Rainbow Warrior Bomber Apologises. Caption says, Ship was mined 30 years ago to stop Greenpeace international protest. So this type of article is it was it like an interview that is going back and forth with the bomber? like how did it?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So you find that usually these articles are based off of the quotes directly. Oh, from the okay person. so
0: it, including the quotes then a bit of analysis yep. or yeah exactly. just, just a bit it. of context you know yeah. First comment comes from Stan. There's nothing peaceful about Greenpeace. Whoa. I think this really shows that we're not coming from a New Zealand perspective here, right? I mean, as you said, we're on the BBC. Yeah, because the perspective of Greenpeace is so different overseas, so different. Absolutely. And I
2: mean, like, the the fact of the matter is that, yep, BBC, for those who do not know, are centered in the UK. British Broadcasting Corporation. Thank you. And a lot of the protesting that Greenpeace do can be seen as aggressive and, mm. and actually harmful to those that they're protesting against, so much so... The UK government have included them on the counter-terror list. Really? Greenpeace uh, is an eco-terrorist group, according to the UK.
0: I mean, I, I guess that speaks to the fact that they're very, very committed to their cause, which they should be, and like, what... That they constantly show up?
2: Exactly, exactly. I mean, like, terrorism, once again, is a, such a buzzword, but at the same time that, yeah, like, you can be put on the common terrorism list because you literally show up and you have numbers and you're actively protesting things. Yes, yeah. doesn't mean that you have the ability to be fatally violent, even though some terrorist groups absolutely do. Yeah. I think it is kind of a, yeah, show that we're definitely, you know, offshore of New Zealand yeah. when we hear that Greenpeace... As a terrorist
0: group. Yeah, because I feel the perception of Greenpeace in New Zealand is definitely not as bad as maybe it is or aggressive as it is overseas. Absolutely. Next comment comes from Sarah. An apology after 30 years? That's pretty rich. Whatever your personal views on nuclear energy slash deterrence, and there may be some pretty crazy views below this comment, France had absolutely no right to do what they did in friendly waters of New Zealand. France was the terrorist... Not Greenpeace. Ooh.
2: Sheesh. All oh, right. Now, this is a comment.
0: All right, bro. You stretched? You ready? Uh, yeah, let's get in. Go? Let's get in. All right, go off.
2: So to unpack all of that, Sarah, the bomber who was instructed by French officials to bomb the Rainbow Warrior so that the nuclear testing could occur in peace apologized after 30 years. Now, we're going to call him Mr. Kister. Um, But now Mr. Kister was working as a part of a 12-man team for the France's DGSE spy agency. So at the time of the attack, he was a spy. Now, I know that a spy is like something that we, you know, kind of talk about like I guess in Hollywood or like what's spy versus spy. As a spy, you're just as important as a soldier. Mm -hmm. You are behind enemy lines. No matter if the enemy knows you are the enemy, you are a soldier. And we see a lot of people who have survived and faced war turn around after decades of trauma and brainwashing yeah. and manipulation and feel regret, which is a natural human emotion. Yeah, it humanizes them quite a lot. Exactly, exactly. And I feel like if we're talking about, oh, that's pretty rich, you got to understand that, yeah, in the time of something which would be seen as war for them, they would have done what was instructed to them, and they're allowed to feel remorse and regret now.
0: 100%, and I think it does speak to the fact that, look, France literally did commit a terrorist attack on our shores. Yeah, and I think that Sarah's correct in in commenting that. Next comment comes from Paul. Top job, fella. Nothing to apologize for.
2: He killed someone, Paul. Yeah, I don't
0: know about that one, Paul. He killed somebody. Yeah, that's out of pocket. Yeah. You've received the out-of-pocket comment of this episode.
2: Way out of pocket. What do you gain from that? Absolutely. I swear to God, we're the worst. He killed somebody. Yeah. And I I get that we're on the BBC and we're really seeing the global outlook. It does. It's a different perspective. Holy, like the comments on the BBC are much more against Greenpeace than if we went to any New Zealand page, like which just has comments against Auckland.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Next comment comes from Suzanne. History shows us the error of our ways. If only we would heed the lessons that should have been learned. Damn, Susan. Su- Yo, history teacher. Sheesh. Us. Holy. That is exactly what my history teacher said to me, what I'd hope any history teacher would say. Honestly, Suzanne, we don't normally give out to applause.
2: Yeah, we're going we to have to. You're going to have to. You're going to get one, have Suzanne. Suzanne. This is nice. Uh, we said before, yeah, victors right, history. But there's also that, what's that saying? Um, if uh, History will repeat itself if we don't learn about it. Or 100%. I don't know. We should probably know that. It's something like that. But it you, is right. it, you know what we're trying yeah, to exactly. say, though.
0: Last article comes from the New Zealand Herald, published on September 16th, 2021. Headline says, Ardern on New Zealand being left out of the America-UK-US pact. Caption states, Australia is set to get nuclear-powered submarines under a new pact with the US and UK. Now the Prime Minister has responded to being left out.
2: So the way this article is kind of gone is New Zealand wasn't approached. Um, And honestly, didn't expect to be likely because of their stance on, you know, nuclear power. Yeah, Um, it's really aimed at focusing efforts to respond to China's rapid military expansion. Oh, I see. Yeah. Um, So it's really
0: interesting that the headline just immediately says Ardern, but we'll get into it. First comment comes from a different Suzanne. Media stirring. New Zealand has a nuclear free policy, so clearly we aren't interested in being part of this nuclear submarine plan. We've been very clear on our stance when it comes to nuclear power. Look, it's a different Suzanne, but they still spend facts. Yeah,
2: yeah, no, this is this is very true. I can't, I, I can't lie to you. It's probably why the UK has just given out
0: nuclear submarines. Yeah. and just skipped us out. Also, imagine getting that phone call. Hey yo, how, how are you doing down there in Australia? You guys, are right? y'all good? We got some submarines. Like, uh, how are I'm you? Looking, I'm looking at like
2: 60 submarines right now. I'm just thinking that they could be in your waters. Like,
0: how does do? You, is there an email that's I sent? I don't, I don't know, know how
2: that. Like, how does that energy work? You you, you think that they called up just send our donor like, oh my gosh, wrong number. Just send. I'm sorry. Baby. Yeah, exactly. I'm glad you, that you don't mess with this. This is my bad. This. Sorry. Like, how does that? How <laughs> does that? How
0: does that work? But, I mean, look, our stance on nuclear power has been made clear to the rest of the world since the dawn of time. This has always been the case. Yeah. Yeah. You you're absolutely right. Next comment comes from Jeff, New Zealand, you stand alone and you will be alone. You cannot keep your head down in the little insular cul-de-sac of the world. (laughs) You're a part of the world and if not protected, you will be taken. Damn Jeff. Yo, I feel like Jeff didn't even write it with that much sauce, but you read it out like
2: the little insular cul de sac. Like Jeff on his <laughs> on on their doomsday ish. Yo, this is it feels like Machiavelli wrote this comment. This is the most <laughs> this is the most realist view of the world yeah. I've ever seen. Uh, just to break this down a little bit on like a global security front. Let's say that you and I are neighbors, Tabby. Yeah. And you know, one day after coming home from work, you just see me having six guns just going into my house
0: okay, that's all right.
2: There's two ways
0: of you to feel, right? Yep. Protection, you. exactly, or you're about to attack me. I'm about to come and rob you, right? And that's literally the global security. Yeah, and I think that's the point that Jeff is kind of getting to, right? That we should probably be preparing ourselves. I mean, look, even though we are very small on this planet, we're probably one of the bigger nations that has made such a clear stance on nuclear power and we need to understand what the ramifications are of that absolutely and, and from a country yes we need to understand the
2: ramica- ramifications from a personal point that is no way to live
0: yeah being scared
2: of whether you should stock up or defend yourself yeah no way to
0: live have a conversation with your neighbor <laughs> just go over and ask yeah. for a cup of tea talk about it next comment comes from andrew who cares New Zealand has a right to defend its own security and defence policies, but can't take exception if other countries act in their own self-interest. In recent years, New Zealand seems to have gone out of its way to placate and possibly even carry favour with the PRC and does so to its benefit and risk, which may even exclusion from other pets. Honestly, I'm gonna
2: give you an applause just for reading yeah, that. Thank out.
0: Thank you, bro. There was there was a, there was a lot there. We're There's, not gonna go into the grammar because we're not grammar policing stuff. But no. it was that 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 was tough. I mean, you know why it was so tough as well? Listening to
2: you read that, Andrew clearly hasn't read the article.
0: Yeah, I don't know about that one. And just for context as well, PRC, People's Republic of China. Thank you for that. I appreciate
2: that. Um, for those who haven't read the article either, New Zealand didn't say no. We just weren't approached. Yeah. Simple as that. Of course, Australia can act in their own self They numbers. can do their own thing.
0: You can do whatever you want to do. But, like, <laughs> this is just the biggest, just out-of-nowhere, anti-China sentiment. You should really have this, like, setting, right,
2: where you just aren't allowed to comment if you haven't read yeah. the article. Because now you just
0: you just alienating someone. people. They just, exactly. Next comment comes from Mick. New Zealand is being left behind. Our country needs to move forward and go nuclear. We have absolutely nothing to defend ourselves with. So this is a very prideful comment. Like, we need to stand on our own two feet. Meg wants New Zealand to be safe. And to be up to date with the latest technologies and just not necessarily fighting, but protecting ourselves from the rest of the world.
2: Okay, but at uh, at the same time, Mick only wants that for our defense. Now, I'm not saying that we are the safest country in the world for invasion. Yeah. But there are a lot of other nations out there that actually have to worry about their defense. That's very true. Because we're worried about our nation's defense doesn't mean we lose our integrity. What about... Like, what about other countries?
0: What Wait, about Syria? Well, what about South on, Africa? What about uh, uh, Samoa? Uh, like, where? what about Hey, hold on, hold on. Did you just what aboutism yourself? Look, New Zealand has its nuclear-free identity and we are known across the globe for it. Our integrity on where we stand on topics like these won't be swayed by the what if of other countries because our ideals are held higher than that. They have to be, right?
2: Fucking fluoride somebody
0: You have one new voicemail message. message received
1: 19th of September at 6:07 pm.
2: Molly buanji and Kira Unpack on this topic, I think that New Zealand women actually four New Zealanders are proud of our achievements um, with this movement because,